Our psalm this morning is Psalm 27 on page 371. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia. Unto us a child is born. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Echadus on page 4. O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me. Thine anger is turned away, and thou didst comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his doings among the people, make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion. For great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 27 on page 371. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom then shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host of men were laid against me, yet shall not my heart be afraid. And though there rose up war against me, yet will I put my trust in him. One thing have I desired of the Lord, which I will require, even that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. all the days of my life, to behold the fair beauty of the Lord, and to visit his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his tabernacle. Yea, in the secret place of his dwelling shall he hide me, and set me upon a rock of stone. And now shall he lift up mine head, above mine enemies, round about me. Therefore will I offer in his dwelling an oblation with great gladness, I will sing and speak praises unto the Lord. Hearken unto my voice, O Lord, when I cry unto thee. Have mercy upon me, and hear me. My heart hath talked of thee. Seek ye my face. Thy face, Lord, will I seek. O hide not thou thy face from me, nor cast thy servant away in displeasure. Thou hast been my succor. Leave me not. Neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord taketh me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in the right way because of mine enemies. 
deliver me not over into the will of mine adversaries. For there are false witnesses risen up against me, and such as speak wrong. I should utterly have fainted, but that I believe verily to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. O tarry thou the Lord's leisure, be strong, and he shall comfort thine heart, and put thou thy trust in the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 56th chapter of the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, Keep justice and do righteousness, for my salvation is about to come, and my righteousness to be revealed. Blessed is the man who does this, and the son of man who lays hold on it, who keeps from defiling the Sabbath, keeps his hand from doing any evil. Do not let the son of the foreigner who has joined himself to the Lord speak, saying, The Lord has utterly separated me from his people. Nor let the eunuch say, Here I am, a dry tree. For thus says the Lord, To the eunuchs who keep my Sabbath, and choose what pleases me, and hold fast my covenant, even to them will I give in my house, and within my walls, a place and a name, better than that of sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. Also the sons of the foreigner who join themselves to the Lord to serve him, and to love the name of the Lord to be his servants. Every one who keeps from defiling the Sabbath and holds fast my covenant, even them I will bring to my holy mountain, and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar. My house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. Lord God, who gathers the outcasts of Israel, says, Yet I will gather to him other beside those who are gathered to him. Here endeth the first lesson. Adm Laudamus on page 6. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee the Father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ, thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. 
Thou safe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. We begin at the first epistle of John. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled, concerning the word of life, the life was manifested, and we have seen, and bear witness, and declare to you the eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested to us. That which we have seen and heard we declare to you, that you also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write to you, that your joy may be full. This is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you, that God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. We say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness. We lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. The blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. We say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. We confess our sins. He is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Here endeth the second lesson. Jubilate Deo on page 7. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us and grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us, 
and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who has given us thine only begotten Son to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate, and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit, through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all of our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. morning to all. Our lessons today, our lesson from Isaiah, again sort of picks up this exile theme that has been so constant uh, in Isaiah of, of um, Israel being scattered in judgment, but now in Christmas tide, this is more about, about how people are regathering and what the lesson from Isaiah 56 highlights is some unlikely people will, will be part of this return. He, he talks about the eunuch. Um, this is, these are probably people who were not willingly eunuchs, but, but who had been made eunuchs, you know, to serve a royal court. Uh, and the idea they couldn't have uh, uh, children, that was seen uh, as a kind of a, uh, a curse in, in, uh, in, in Israel, in Jewish thought. And God is saying, no, if they, if they are faithful to me, I will bless them in ways that will be better than having a family. He talks about the son of a foreigner. This is sort of the indication that, of the Gentiles being brought in. And so it, it's that indication, it's that kind of or, or, um, implication or that, that, uh, of what will become clear in the New Testament, that all who put their faith in Jesus will be brought into this the the um, fellowship with God in the return from exile because that's really what Isaiah is talking about in in that day you know I'll call people back and a connection therefore with our New Testament lesson is kind of with this idea of the temple um, I'll bring them to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer their burnt offering and sacrifice will be accepted on my altar. My house will be called the house of prayer for all nations. And we get into the New Testament, the idea of the localized temple in Jerusalem is expanded, is fulfilled by Jesus, who is the new temple, the new priesthood, the new sacrifice. And now we all, uh, all who come to Jesus through faith are, are baptized into him and become part of his body. So the, the fulfillment of this gathering in the temple imagery is not so much we're all going to go make a trip to Jerusalem. Of course, there's not even a temple there to go to, but is that that image has been replaced by the church, the body of Christ, consisting of people from 
every kindred and tongue and people and nation who are now come and everybody who puts their faith in in Jesus now is part of this house of prayer for all people because the essential temple is not um the building but the people and i think what's significant this is probably a, a, a something to, to note is that churches as buildings are significant because they are the place where the church gathers and historical gathering matters it matters that we gather together as a body to celebrate the eucharist and all partake of that one bread and and thus are all made one in christ so it's not the building as a thing in and of itself but the building as the place where the community experiences the reality of christ's presence and as an intangible historical incarnate reality and it connects with what first john says because john is talking about the nature of this fellowship that all who put their faith in jesus have and um he says, you know, we bore witness to things that are really real, that, that things we've touched and seen and handled. So we're giving you this witness, and it's a faithful witness to the truth. And the purpose of that faithful witness is that you'll have fellowship with us, the apostolic witness, and that fellowship is with God the Father in Christ through the Spirit. That's the true temple. And the thing he really focuses on is we have this fellowship, and so there it, it must be incarnate it goes on john and first john goes on to talk about you know uh, playing off of what jesus said at last supper the mandate of love that this is a real incarnate fellowship that must be manifested in walking in the light that is manifesting behavior that that, that shows that, that as we have been loved and brought into fellowship with god now we love each other in that same way and it's interesting about this that he says that if we have fellowship one one another um if we confess our sins uh they're forgiven but there's a connection between forgiveness and walking in the fellowship of the church as we as we continue in this apostolic fellowship we have we have fellowship with one another and the blood of christ cleanses us from all sin uh, that that's and that's that's the, the so the cleansing is part of the reality of being part of the church. It's not it, yes, there's an individual dimension of that, but it's not portrayed here as I just go make my my personal confession and I'm forgiven off on an island, but but rather staying connected to the body is part and parcel of the reality of experiencing forgiveness because forgiveness brings us back into communion with God and therefore brings us back into fellowship with one another. So forgiveness is both the the consequence of fellowship and and also the 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 um the thing that brings us into fellowship, the fruit the fruit of it. So anyway, a few thoughts about today's lessons. Continuing, <clears throat> excuse me, with the form of intercession on page 11. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same, in his vocation and ministry, may serve thee faithfully. Thus all in authority over us. And so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, 
and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance in better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed. And grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy, in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless Thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for Thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech Thee, give us that due sense of all Thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth Thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to Thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Good to be with you this morning. It's good to be in communion with all of you in our faith. Have a great Thursday. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Bye, kiddos. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>